Welcome again, Dragons, to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. I am your host, Kenny Rotter, and today we are joined with host of the Average Geek Show, Brian. Brian, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Oh, I, I like what you call your fans, dragons. Uh, well, that's what they are, dude. They're fierce, fire-breathing dragons. Everyone's got listeners. I'm the only one that's got dragons. Well, see, I, I call my fans and followers of the show nerd overlords. See, but, I'm aware of this. I see, knew this because I listened dra- to your show. <laughs> Dragons is so much cooler. You might have just admitted that you don't listen to my show. No, 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 no. I, I listen. I listen. I listen to your Lou Ferrigno uh, episode. And I listened to a couple- an episode from eight months ago? Are you that behind on your podcast, bro? Dude, dude, you don't even know. I, I mean, I haven't. I'm not even caught up on my own show. <laughs> you don't need to listen to your own show. You know what happened. That's true. That's true. But you know, I, I still like to listen to my own episodes every once in a while, just to see if I can pick out any mistakes that I made, or you know, it's that it's that analytical side of me. Oh, for sure. I uh, no, I only listen to my own episodes if it's. Some like if, if if it was such an amazing episode that I need to listen to it again, or through editing, I'll listen to the episode while I'm editing. Yeah. But anyways, dude, let's uh tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Average Geek Show. Well, um, for myself, I am a former chef uh, that uh, is also a massive, massive nerd. Um. You name a fandom, I usually have some sort of attachment to it, uh, with the exception of Twilight um, and uh, My Little Pony. I'm not so crazy on those. Um, but uh, the Average Geek Show started off as just kind of like a, a spur-of-the-moment thing uh, between myself and uh, my good friend Philippe, who, uh, who left the show recently um, to focus more on his family. And... Uh, it was just us hanging out in a comic book shop one day and he looks at me and goes, you know, we're both huge nerds. We should do a podcast. And, yeah. uh, and like a month later, you know, the average geek show was born and, uh, that was over. Um, we, uh, I'm just about to record episode 96 this weekend, um, with, uh, my new co-host. Uh, that's some news that maybe everybody isn't aware of. Um, I uh, kind of stole Kevin from the WEC podcast. Excellent. That's awesome. Breaking yeah. news here at Dumb- Dumbbells and Dragons. Absolutely. You, you, you'll get the first exclusive. Uh, but, yeah, he's going to be a, a, a regular host uh, now for the Average Geek Show. And uh, we're moving forward. We're going to do a lot more Nostalgia Filter uh, episodes. Um, for some of your listeners who may or may not have heard the Average Geek Show... Um, I try and keep it different with every episode. Um, so one episode will be a news show where we're going to bring you up to date on the latest happenings in the nerd world. Um, usually it's mostly about TV and movies, uh, sometimes about video games. Um, and then 
every other episode, I try and do a uh, nostalgia filter. It's a series that we've been doing for about six to eight months now on The Average Geek Show, where we take a look back at movies from the 80s and early 90s. We watch them again. We see if they still hold up. Uh, if they were to release the movie today, you know, would it do well in theaters like it did back then? And uh, we also try and recast the movie. We we analyze it. We look at the plot. Uh, so uh, this coming episode is going to be about Jurassic Park. Oh, that's awesome. I actually just rewatched that uh, Monday. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? It holds up. Yeah, I, I agree. But uh, uh, your listeners will have to tune into that episode for more. <laughs> Uh, I'm just a huge fan of Jeff Goldblum, and I actually just heard that Sam Neill is going to be back for Jurassic World 2 as well. What? Now, see, that's news to me. Yeah. That's that's exciting. I, I, those two make an incredible pair. Like, Sam Neill is such a straight man, and Jeff Goldblum is like a total Jerry Lewis character. He is Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yes, and I hear you're like close personal friends with him now. I am. I am. I went and saw one of his shows, and he was so in love with me that we exchanged phone numbers and we text all the time. And yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if I was his date to Jurassic World 2 premiere. Okay, now I'm super jelly. No, yeah, that's all fake. None of that is true. (laughs) Other than the fact that I did meet him at a show he put on, so that was cool. Well, hey, at least you got to like hang out with the dude for a couple hours. Yeah, and he is amazing. And I did slip him my friend Rachel's number. So I don't know if he's called her yet, but he absolutely should. (laughs) See, Kenny, I need you as my wingman when I go in to ask celebrities if they want to be interviewed. Because you get, like, the best celebrity interviews. (laughs) And and you, you just don't care. You're like, yeah, here's my friend's number. Give her a call. Well... It's because I also don't actually expect any of them to, to call. I actually had a really interesting celebrity interaction on Tuesday. With who? Uh, I had a very nice conversation with Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I was at a concert downtown L.A., and Brandon Jenner was one of the opening acts. And so after his set, I'm out at the merch table just looking at what's for sale. And right next to me, I look up and it's Caitlyn Jenner. And I was like, hey, your son had a really good set. You know, we just had a very nice conversation. I, you know, told her that I hope she has a wonderful evening. And then she shook my hand and went on her way but it was it was like she took five ten minutes out of her day and we had a really nice conversation it was great see i I love it when celebrities are cool and chill like that and they're not like do you know who i am oh yeah and there was like there was no paparazzi there was no bodyguards it was just kind of her and me standing there talking about her son's music nice total organic experience yeah and it was like, I didn't want to ruin it with a photo. Because I'd, yeah. I'd much rather have that experience of just that moment instead of... I would rather have an additional 30 seconds conversation than, oh, by the way, can I get a photo? Yeah. You know, that that 
conversation is going to mean more to me than however many likes I get on Facebook. Yeah, and you know, and honestly, when I've done like when I've met celebrities and and had conversations with them, I always try to let them make the suggestion of whether or not there's going to be a photo. Um, yeah. With some of them have been like, "Hey, let's grab a photo," and I'm like, "Cool." But then there's other ones that are just like, well, you have a great day and enjoy, you know, whatever it is you're doing. You yeah. Know? And, and I'm totally cool with that. No, absolutely. So, and it's, it's I, I don't fault anyone who likes the photo. Yeah. Who would, who would rather have the photo? Like, let's be honest. In six months to a year, I'm probably going to totally forget every aspect of that conversation. That good of a conversation, huh? Well, it's also, it was a five-minute conversation in how many minutes do we live every day? Yeah, that's true. I was See, now I'm just, like, I'm obsessed with this right now, so. What are we obsessed with? It was, okay. It was a five-minute conversation. 60 minutes in an hour. It was 8% of an hour, which is... It was 0.3% of my day. Oh, my... I, I was not expecting you to go that far with it. <laughs> so, so let's say a year from now, it's 0.0000009% of my year. I'm probably not going to remember that conversation. Will, will you help me with my math homework? <laughs> yes. Yes, I will. If anybody else needs tutoring, just give me a call. Like, I'll probably remember that I ran into her, that we had a nice conversation, but I probably won't remember the specifics. Yeah, well, unless you talk about them on this episode and then go and... Continue re to re-listen. <laughs> yeah, just re-listen to that episode and be like, yeah, I remember that conversation. Except for the fact that we've already discussed that I don't listen to my own episodes. Uh, Therefore, this podcast has come full circle. Brian, have a good night. You're welcome. I'll talk to you later, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, what else have you been geeking out about, man? What is what is what has been your uh, your nerd vice of choice right now? Um, well, uh, you know. Uh, being that uh, as of recording this D23 just wrapped up uh, last weekend, uh, my life has been 90% Disney right now. Uh, the other 10% is like finding work and uh, playing Diablo 3. Oh, excellent. How are you liking Diablo 3? Uh, dude. Dude. Uh, so, I don't know if you, know, you play Diablo 3 or any Blizzard games, uh, but they just released the Necromancer pack. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, where we got the Necromancer, we got a few story expansions, a uh, whole bunch of new set items to gather. Dude, it's... I, I don't know if you approve of cursing on your show, but it's fan-freaking-tastic. Well, you didn't curse, so I think we're okay. Okay, well, you know, I, I curse <laughs> on my show. I don't want to, like, assume. No, for sure. Uh... Everything is fine. We have the uh, the explicit rating just because I don't want to censor my guests. So you can say whatever you want. Sweet. 
Yeah. Within reason. I might edit it if you go really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm a sailor, but I'm not a, a saucy sailor. Yeah. Uh, no, I have never played Diablo 3, but did you say you're finding work? Yeah, I'm looking for work right now. What happened, man? Do you want to talk about that on the podcast, or should we talk about that later? We'll talk about that off air. Okay, you don't want to, you don't want to put it out there for all the dragons to hear? Uh, no. Uh, well, I, I, don't, I don't want to have a lawsuit on my hands. I respect that decision. <laughs> no, uh, so you've been playing Diablo 3, looking for work. Yep. Anything else? Reading anything awesome? Are you all caught up on Doctor Who? Uh, I'm actually not. Uh, tell you, you know, we, we talked about how far behind I am on my podcasts. Um, my TV is kind of sitting in the same realm. Um, right now I'm working on Supernatural, trying to get caught up to that. Oh, dude, that is like 14 seasons of catch-up. No, no, no. Well, luckily, uh, it's only 12. Um, and luckily, I'm only behind as far as mid this past season. Okay, so you were caught up. So I was fairly caught up in, until, like, you know, November of last year. Um, same goes for, like, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. I haven't even started the second season. Um, but, yeah, it, right now it's like, you know, I'm looking for work on my laptop while I'm wa- catching up on my TV shows. So, I mean, it's a nice little summertime break, to be honest. <laughs> okay, yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, just trying to catch up on TV. Um, as far as what I'm reading, um, I am some exciting news that actually broke as of yesterday. Because um, I'm a huge Dresden Files fan. Um, anybody that listens to my show or anybody that knows me in person knows that if we're talking books, I'm talking Dresden Files. Um, and I've been going back and rereading uh, the Dresden Files books because there's like 15 or 16 of them out right now. And we're getting ready to release the new book, um, which is going to be called Peace Talks. But as of last night, somebody leaked the entire first chapter of the next book. Oh, wow. So I like I was up until like three o'clock in the morning last night reading the first chapter and rereading the first chapter. <laughs> so I I'm super excited. <laughs> so you have it memorized. Uh, just about, not not word for word, but I, I mean, I could give you a synopsis of what happens in the first chapter. I think we're good, man. Okay. But I appreciate that you're reading it over and over again. Well, yeah, dude, it's like Dresden Files for me is an obsession. It's like my true fandom. Yeah. Is that is as Joe would say? Is that where your geekitude is high? Uh, it would be second place to Star Wars simply because I've had more time with Star Wars. But okay. uh, yes, I, I I'm I'm a fair expert in the Dresden Files. Let's, let's talk. Uh, let's talk some Star Wars, man. What's uh? Are you super excited for the Last Jedi? Um, right now my excitement is um, <laughs> it's actually not with the next movie. No. Uh, is, it, is it Rogue One on Netflix? Well, uh, you know, I'm super happy that Rogue One is on Netflix. Um, even though I own it on DVD, I've been I've watched it already a couple of times on Netflix. Um, but my excitement lies, and this kind of pairs with, you know, where my excitement has been since D23. 
uh, it's all about the new Star Wars land and everything that's coming to Disneyland. They're really using this as a platform to launch all kinds of crazy new technology. Oh, God, yeah. They've, they've filed like three new patents just for technology and ride systems uh, that they're putting into Star Wars land. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and it, it's just going to get better because now they're building a hotel that's going to be a immersive LARPing experience, um, just like it is going to be with uh, with Star Wars Land or Galaxy's Edge, as they're now calling it. Yeah, uh, I heard the hotel is going to be almost Westworld esque. Oh yeah, totally. And they're, they're talking about like a family of four is going to be able to spend uh, three, four days, three nights. At the hotel experience for like two grand. God, that's expensive. But I mean, okay, let's think about it. Let's get four of us together. That's We're gonna split that four ways. That's five hundred dollars a piece. Okay, five hundred dollars a piece, four nights, one hundred twenty-five bucks a night, not including admission to the park and extras. That's still kind of an expensive trip. That's true, but I mean, if you're an Uber fan like myself, yes. it's like, done, here's my wallet. Well, and I'm sure it's something that I'm going to be doing at some point. I'm just like, oh, so many other vacations I want to take first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see it that way. <laughs> but I'm also, I love Disneyland. I enjoy Star Wars. But it's they're not my top, probably not my top fandoms. What are your top fandoms, Kenny? I don't know if we've ever had this discussion. Oh gosh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, good choice. It's probably the very, very top, and just most things Whedon verse. Um, okay. So you would actually really like the audiobook versions of Dresden Files because they're read by James Marsters. I do love it when he reads audiobooks. He's got a wonderful voice, very melodious. Not not much unlike yourself, sir. Um, no, and then I would have to say probably Spider Man and then Probably My Little Pony. <laughs> okay. Well I let me ask you something then. Um what did you think of the new Spider Man movie? Oh, it was the top two Spider-Man movies. It's in the top two. It's it's either number one or it's number two to Spider-Man 2. See, for me, I, I, I could not stand Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man or as Peter Parker. It, it just was a no for me. Uh, Andrew Garfield was okay. I think Tom Holland is the best Peter Parker and Spider-Man that we've gotten yet. And I felt that... Marvel did such an amazing job in such a short amount of time with this Spider-Man movie. I I agree. I do. I did have issues with the movie. If you uh, want to jump ahead and listen to the Spider-Man spoiler cast we had a few weeks ago with Katie Penix from Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, uh, I talk a lot about the new Spider-Man. And I do love Tom Holland. I do think he is the best Spider-Man Peter Parker we've gotten. 
I can also understand the criticism that people are burned out on Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. This is the... We have gotten essentially a Spider-Man movie every two years for the last 12 years. Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah. About? I mean, I think the first Spider-Man came out in 2004? Uh, I think it was 2003. Or Juke Jor. I don't know if Juke Jor. Well, uh, I need to the rescue. I know, right? We we should just argue about this for 10 minutes on the podcast and see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> uh I want to say it was it was 2002. We oh, were yeah. both wrong. Yes, we were. But still, so 2002. That's 15 years. That's six movies. Every two and a half years, a new Spider-Man movie. Every two and a half, three years. Yeah. Like. Dude, I love Spider-Man, and I'm burnt out. I didn't even see The Amazing Spider-Man 2, because Amazing Spider-Man 1 was crap. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. don't recall seeing uh, the first Amazing Spider-Man movie, although I'm pretty sure I saw it. Uh, yeah. I didn't even bother with Spider -Man 2, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and I definitely didn't bother with uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 3. Nor should anybody. We should just ignore that that movie exists. Yeah, like Highlander the Quickening. We should ignore it. Okay, first of all, I actually was at a uh, How Did This Get Made? And the movie they were discussing that week was uh, Highlander the Quickening. Oh my oh, god. god. So I had to watch that movie. It was so hilarious. It, hilariously awful. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no way that movie should be a thing. And you know what? And it's funny because I've gotten so many requests to do Highlander the Quickening for Nostalgia Filter. It's not happening. It's yeah. not happening. Dude, when are we going to do uh, my Nostalgia Filter episode? What movie were we going to do? We were supposed to record that crap back in uh, December, man. Yeah, a lot of shit happened with us in December. Um I will pull up the schedule and find out what movie we were supposed to do, and I will get back to you. I think it was Willow. I think we were supposed to do Willow. I think you're right. But I wouldn't be opposed to Labyrinth. Ooh, I, we have actually already done Labyrinth. Really? I think we have. I'm pretty sure we have. Let me... Okay, now I've got to pull it up. Hold on. Don't worry about it, dude. We're on a podcast. Pull it up later and we'll handle it in an email. Don't worry. Alrighty. Anyways. Um, but yes, definitely down for Willow. You know what? I actually have to say, as much as I love Spider-Man, I want to say I, I probably have to put my, my Little Pony fandom above Spider-Man just because, like... I've read some of the comics with Spider-Man, and I love Spider-Man, and I've seen all the movies with Spider-Man, but I'm not actively reading any story arcs in the comics, and I'm not following any of the cartoon shows. I don't even know if Amazing Spider-Man still has a cartoon show, but it's like, 
My Little Pony, I'm reading the comics, I'm watching the shows, I'm trying to put together a cosplay. Oh, Kenny. That you would actually really enjoy, because it mixes one of your fandoms and, and one of my fandoms. Is it the Doctor Who, My Little Pony? So, I have to say that probably my number two fandom right now is uh, is the My Little Pony. I'm a total brony. See, I, I've never understood the appeal of My Little Pony. You know, like, even when I was a kid, I'm like, eh, this show's for girls. Okay, so here it is. I was actually, I'm going to do a plug for uh, a comic shop right now. But I was at Reading Rainbows last night, which is a book club for guys where we read comic books. Uh huh. We meet every other week. Uh, on Wednesdays at the Perky Nerd in Burbank. And it's awesome. Like, the guys in it are super fun. I am, I am learning, I'm getting exposed to so many more comics than I normally would have. Uh, and it's great because everyone just kind of puts together suggestions and a lot of times they'll be like new to a majority of the people. Last night we discussed the first volume of a comic called Shudder which was actually really, really good. There was a lot of craziness going on, but I liked it so much that I had the uh, the owner of the shop put in orders for volumes two and three for me. Whoa. Okay, so synopsis. What What is Shudder about? Uh, okay, and then we'll get back to the My Little Pony story because I promise this does get full circle. No. Okay. Okay, so Shudder is about this girl named Kate, and people are trying to kill her, and you don't know why yet. Her her and her father were adventurers. And so there is this backstory about what kind of... Who did they piss off? But it's, it's very sci-fi mixed with fantasy. Like, there are lions who walk around in fedoras and are gangsters... Um, there's a platypus mob boss enforcer type person. There are dragons. There are, uh, ghost ninjas. Um, a fox mercenary. So it's just all this craziness and you find out that Kate's siblings are actually the ones trying to kill her. But she didn't know she had siblings. Dun, 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 dun. Exactly. So, so we ended up just talking about that book for about an hour and a half. So if anybody is, is wanting to find some new books every other Wednesday, Perky Nerd, um, you can request an invite in the Reading Rainbows Facebook group. So, a lot of fun. Uh, love the Perky Nerd. It's awesome. But, so, last night we were talking, and I am... And this one, one of the guys was buying a DuckTales comic and a Power Rangers comic. So, I asked him, I was like, oh, do you read any My Little Pony? And that kind of got us into the fact that I am the, I am the lone brony... It the Reading Rainbows. Oh, no. I know, right? How sad. But this guy, because he was like, 
when I watch TV, I love watching cartoons, and he's like Archer, Rick and Morty, like Adventure Time. He's like, so why should I watch My Little Pony? And I go, the world is such a shitty place right now. Sometimes I just want to sit down for 20 minutes and watch Friendship win. Wow, that's, Kenny, that's really profound. Like, no, it's, I want to take 20 minutes, 40 minutes out of my day, and I just want to watch some positivity, and seriously, friendship wins every damn episode. It's great, it's positive, it's uplifting, and, and, and then it's like, I can ignore the news for 20 minutes of my day, and I love it. That's, that's, okay, that's totally not what the answer that I was expecting for why you're a brony. But, I mean, when you say things like that, I mean, it makes total sense. It's like, yeah, the world's a shitty place right now, and we all are looking for that escape away from the, the suck, you know, and My Little Pony has done that for you. Yeah. That's, that's really awesome. I can't fault you for that now. I mean, I could fault you if it was like, oh, I just love the pretty ponies. You know, I could totally fault you for that. But I can't fault you for wanting an escape. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and it's like the ponies represent honesty, generosity, laughter, um, and blanking. Kindness. Who am I missing? What about? Doctor Who pony. What what is that oh, one? Represent? And loyalty, loyalty. So it's okay. like all these characteristics are just—they're all positive, and they're all things that we should strive to have a little bit more of, you know. So, also, I will say that it was really great because I totally got my three-year-old nephew hooked on My Little Ponies. So now I will get texts from my brother-in-law, and he's like, dude, every night I have to come home from work, and my kid is just going, baby horsies? Baby horsies? Because all he wants to do is watch My Little Pony. And I'm like, <laughs> you're welcome. I do what I can. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Yeah, and there is a... They... They just licensed a role-playing game. So it's like D&D, but for My Little Pony. And it's it's aimed at kids who are like 6 to 12 years old. And it's a cooperative game. So like if you can't get past a certain boss or a certain dungeon or something, then you can work together and team up to get past whatever it is you're trying to get past. It's an awesome game. The, the mechanics of it are very similar to D&D. Just they're a little less complicated because it's for... It's aimed for 6 to 12 year olds. You're totally going to play it, aren't you? I already have it and its expansion. I'm just trying to find 3 to 4 other people to play with. <laughs> oh, Kenny. So, yes, yes I will. Um, seriously, like, oh, guys, yeah, anyways, so it's just, it's just a, plus, 
Here's what. Here's another thing I'm going to say about the Brony fandom. They are the best fans I've ever come across. There's no mansplaining. There's no nerd rage. Nobody does any well, actually. You know? There is... There's none of that. Because when you are an adult male who enjoys a show about six magical ponies, you have to check your ego at the door. Yeah, yeah. There's no ego, there's no competition, there's no who knows the most about Twilight Sparkle, who knows the best about the geography of Equestria. Like, there's none of that. Whereas, you know, you make one mistake and you accidentally say Chewbacca's from Endor instead of Kashyyyk and someone's about ready to rip your head off. Guilty. Right? Let's, okay, let's take a look at all the comment sections from the announcement of the new doctor being a woman. Yeah, that I was extremely surprised about. I was like, the fans have been wanting a female doctor for such a long time. Now we have one, and people are bitching. I, I, I don't get people. Yeah, so what I'm saying is, bronies, I guarantee you if they introduce a... A new pony that is a dude, no one's going to care. Yeah. No one's going to care. If, if, okay, if, if in the movie that comes out in November, yes, I know the movie comes out in November and I'm super excited for it. I've already watched the trailer like half a dozen times. <laughs> uh, like, they bring in a new magical pony that is male or female or transgendered or whatever. A, I don't think they would include transgendered. That's a little bit above their target market, the target demographic. But still, no one's going to care. I have yet to have a bad experience with a member of the Brony fandom. That's exceedingly rare for any kind of fandom. I mean, because I've run into Star Wars fans that I'm just like, dude, slow your roll. No, it's true. It's because we get so protective of the things we care about. And I understand that when someone corrects, when somebody nerd rages, somewhere deep down they're coming from a place of, I just want to protect the thing that I love. Yeah. I I don't ever see anything along those lines in Brony fandom. It just I just don't think it exists. Or it might, but it's at a lesser percentage than geekdom as a whole. That that's really great. I mean, I granted I I have never been and most likely will never be a Brony just because I don't get it. I mean, yes, I've, you know, I understand why, why people like it. It just doesn't fall into that category for me. Yeah. But, you know, 
it's astonishing to me to you know hear you say that there's like there's no infighting there's no there's no well i know more about twilight sparkle than you do you know that that just shocks the hell out of me yeah it's it's one of the few fandoms where i've gotten to experience that that's great yeah you know and on a completely separate note a little bit of breaking news um pokemon go you're gonna be able to collect legendary pokemon soon sweet i you know i've recently gotten back into pokemon go yeah i've enjoyed some of their updates yeah i oh totally i mean i i like how you know you don't necessarily have to be near water to get a water pokemon anymore (laughs) but one thing that i would really love to see them add is i'm sitting in the same room as my friend and he's team valor i'm team mystic we should be able to battle Yes, P2P battling is coming. It's probably going to be sometime in the next year. Sweet. Yeah, but I uh, yeah, I was just reading that the first opportunity for legendary Pokemon is going to be at a raid battle in Grant Park in Chicago on Saturday. Uh, what what park on Saturday? Grant Park in Chicago. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, wait a minute. I live down the street from Grant Park. Yeah, but you're not in Chicago. Not anymore, no. <laughs> well, actually, you're not in Chicago. See? I just totally nerd rage. Thanks, Kenny. <laughs> do, do, you, do, you want, do you want to mansplain some more My Little Pony to me? No. <laughs> no. So, um, I've got some breaking news of my own. If, if you can stand it. Uh, a friend of mine is currently at Comic-Con and was just at the Stargate panel uh-huh. where they announced a new TV series slash potential movie uh, going back as a prequel to explain the origins of how they found the Stargate and to go into more depth of learning what it does and how it turns on and all that. Oh, that's cool. I'm excited for that. Me too, considering I just found out that they were making an announcement about Stargate last night. Oh, very cool. So, fun stuff. That's awesome. This is going to be totally outdated information by the time this airs. Right? It's all right. Can't can't save it all, man. Can't save it all. Um Let's see. On one, on another note, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get serious, man. I'm gonna get serious. I'm gonna bring everyone down for a little bit, and then hopefully we will find something to bring us back up, and then we will call it a night. All right, what you got? Lay it on me, brother. Uh, Chester Bennington died today. Yeah, I saw that. He's for those of you who don't know, he was the lead singer of Lincoln Park, and. I haven't been a big Linkin Park fan in probably six or seven years. I, I haven't listened to most of their like their last three or four albums. But Hybrid Theory, Meteora, 
those are probably two of my all-time favorite albums. Like, those are albums that I will consistently go back to and listen to. And there are just certain scenarios where each one is just absolutely phenomenal. And and so so his they they got me through a lot of good time you know a lot of a lot of rough times in college uh, and high school. So I was a little bummed to hear about his passing. Um, and and it was a little interesting that uh, it happened. He did he did die from suicide. Uh, and I heard a rumor that today was also Chris Cornell's birthday, and he was a big uh, he was uh, good friends with Chris Cornell. And as people may know, Chris Cornell passed away from suicide earlier this year. Um. So yeah, it was a little bit of a somber day for me. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like open anything up as far as Facebook news or anything until about like three or four o'clock my time. And when I did, I saw that and it was just heart wrenching. Cause I mean, like Lincoln park was like the anthem of my high school years, like most of their music, um, yeah. living down here in San Diego, we've got 91 X, which is one of the bigger alt rock stations. And, uh, you know, it was like Green Day, Lincoln Park, Green Day, Lincoln Park, Green Day, Lincoln Park, all day long when I was in high school. And, you know, just like you, I mean, I kind of fallen out of love with Lincoln Park um, ever since the Transformers movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, still, you never want to see somebody feel like there's no other way out other than to take their own life. Yeah. And I just want to say that I think that this is... I'm sure outside looking in, all of us are like, oh, rock star, living a life, has money, can, can, doesn't need to want for anything. But mental illness, depression does not discriminate. It does not care what you have. It doesn't care your education level. It doesn't care what your job is. Um, it can affect anybody and it can affect people in really tragic ways. As we've seen numerous times, um, this year and last year it's, and I think a lot of people are making good points that we need to eliminate the stigma about mental illness, about depression. And I think it's, it's, it's really important that we have these types of conversations because they are important to have. Um, on that note, I do want to say in case anybody needs the resource, the telephone number for the suicide prevention hotline is 1-800-273-8255. If you need anything, if you are worried about something, if you are struggling with something, give them a call. I, I encourage everyone to to call, and if you can, if you don't want to call, but you need somebody, tweet me, send me an email. You know, like if 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 you're not gonna contact them, if you're not gonna contact me, contact somebody. 
So and the average geek show is also a huge uh, proponent of reaching out and getting the help that you need. Um, if if you don't want to talk to Kenny, or if you don't want to call the suicide hotline, uh, we always are here to listen. If you want to tweet or email us, either, um, you know, you, you should find help somewhere. You know, ask for help. It's it. You should not be ashamed to ask for help, or to feel like it's not okay to ask for help. It is always okay to ask for help. That is so true. Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get off that. We're gonna end on a high note. Brian, you brought a bag of weed. No. Oh, oh, wrong kind of high note. Sorry. Correct. Correct. Wrong kind of high note. Um, are you gonna do anything geeky tonight? Um. Geeky tonight, uh, possibly, possibly. Um, tonight, looking to jump on and uh, do some gaming. Um, still catching up on Comic Con stuff. I'm doing uh, some show prep tonight, so um, definitely going to be doing some some geeky nerd news trolling. Um, and uh, I might take a walk down to Comic Con and. Uh, go to uh, a comic-con party nice that's awesome i think i am going to bust out my tablet put on some doctor who nice grab some cold chinese food and take a bath Ooh. with bubbles have you checked out lush oh dude yes i know lush I, oh Dude, bath bombs are my jam. Bath Dude, bombs are my jam. Hell yes. There's no better way to relieve stress than a lush bath bomb, a glass of wine, a haunted mansion scented candle. Okay, that's right. cool. That's, yeah, that's freaking nerdy. That is that. There you go, dude. Um, Dude, that is the way I have released so much stress. It's not even funny. And I got to say that when I crawl into bed tonight, I might break open a new comic it is a limited run it was only it was only i think like six issues and it's called i believe it's called 44 and it's it's about the letter that barack obama writes the next president this is before we knew who the next president was (laughs) um but it's essentially like the letter is like by the way here's all this crazy shit that you can't tell anybody about. And it's like, there's aliens and spies and I've heard it's great. So I just picked it up at the comic shop last night. So I'm excited to, uh, to dive into that. Dude, I'm, I'm going to have to borrow that from you for sure. Because that sounds like it's totally my jam. All right, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I heard it. I heard it's good. So I will let you know. All right, so if if I can be allowed to make a comic recommendation for you. Mm-hmm. So early in the early days of The Average Geek Show, we were doing comic book reviews, and we were doing lesser-known comic books. And 
a friend of mine who worked at the comic book shop that I used to frequent um, knows me, knows what I'm into, and recommended this comic series. It's it's actually a graphic novel. Um, it's called Mouse, M A S. It's it's a uh, uh, memoir from uh, World War Two. Yeah, it's a Holocaust survivor's memoir. Uh, yeah. Have you, have you read it? I own two copies of it. Okay, so um, <laughs> never mind then. <laughs> and actually, the Rainbows are reading Mouse not in two weeks, but in four weeks. So perfect time to join to discuss Mouse. Yes, if you if, dude, if you want to drive up from San Diego to discuss Mouse at a comic shop with us, you are more than invited. Right on, right on. <laughs> I'll have to see where I'm at and maybe take the train. <laughs> Sounds like a plan, dude. And on that note, where can people uh, where can people find you? Where can they get a hold of you? Uh, well, we are available on all the major uh, podcast hosting sites. So iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play. Um, if you guys want a more direct link, uh, best place to find us is uh, Facebook. Uh, facebook.com forward slash average geek show official uh, we're also on twitter at average geek show uh, and we're also on instagram at the average geek show excellent excellent and as per usual that will all be in the show notes so hope all the dragons out there enjoy it and contact you follow you guys and other than that work out nerd out y'all Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes as well as a rating. We would definitely appreciate it. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media at Dumbbells Dragon. That includes Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. Until next time, work out, nerd out.